The first definition of a mother is to bring up a child with care and affection. We mother at home, in the classroom, as therapists, as case managers, and mentors. I'm Christian, a mother of three at home, a mother to the teen girls I mentor, and a mother to the hundreds of students I've had in my 10 years of teaching. Passing the Crown was created for the mothering youth. Join me bi-weekly as we help you help build the next generation of strong, amazing young women. Meet me poolside in Arizona. You're tired of feeling alone and trapped in a cycle of mediocrity. You're tired of constantly juggling all the things to work in a job where you have no control over the work you do. And if one more person tells you just how easy it is to manifest your dreams, you are going to scream. You don't wanna keep complaining because you know you're really blessed but you just feel really miserable where you are and terrified to take the first step. That's why we're here. We're the Million Collective Inc. and we're gonna help you ditch your notebook and launch your project in as little as three months. It's time to unlock the boldest version of you. No more million dollar ideas trapped in your notebooks or in the notes section of your phone. Deep down, you know you've got the genius, the tenacity, and the boldness to bring this project to life. But right now, the path there feels clouded with self-doubt. You want a clear step-by-step strategy to make this project a reality. You want to connect with other bold dreamers just like you. You want a launch strategy that leaves people ecstatic about your project release date. And you want to escape hustle culture knowing the work that you do makes a difference. We're looking to partner with you. Join 24K Vision, a 90-day accelerator for audacious visionaries to ditch their notebooks and launch their project. Need the quick details? 90 days of support, accountability, and hot seat consulting on our group calls, a four-day immersive intimate weekend experience at the Andes Luxury Resort and Spa in Scottsdale, Arizona, six months of access to the 24K Club to connect with other audacious visionaries, access to our signature system, the Visionary Blueprint, and so much more. This is not just another program. It is a blueprint and a launch strategy and we can't wait to partner with you to make your dreams a reality go ahead and click the link in the show notes or below this video to learn more hey sisters i know i don't even have to ask i don't even have to ask because i know that y'all are having a good day it's like i feel it in my spirit so shout out to y'all for having a good day and if you just so happen to not have a to not be having a good day, just remember that bad things do not always last. I keep having to tell myself that. So I know that for a fact. Okay, you got this, sister friend. So keep on smiling, keep on trying. Thank you for showing up today. You showed up for yourself and for your daughter. You winning. Today, sisters, I have a friend here. 
I am getting closer to God. I'm building my relationship. Growing up, my mom took us to church, but not um, consistently. My grandmother always went to church. Um, so it's like I have a church background, but I did not grow up building a relationship with God. So now that I'm older and I understand life a little bit more, I understand things that are just happening around me. Okay. One of the biggest things for me is talking to God, connecting, building a relationship. And it has just tremendously changed my life in so many ways. My idea for this show is because I feel like actually it's not a feeling, it's a knowing. There were times where I was lost, I was sad, I was feeling low confidence, like nobody has my back. But so many times when I was in my low point, I can remember just talking to God, having situations with God, and everything turned around for me. That being said, I understand how important it is for me to give my daughter those things when she's young so that as she continues to go up in life, she has that God confidence, not just confidence in herself, but she like, I know my maker, I know my creator. So, you know, I'm good. I bought my friend Kiara on here today. She is going to talk to us about her upbringing in the church She's going to talk to us about her relationship with God, how she began to just practice and learn um, Christianity and what it looks like for her in her household. And then she's going to give us some good gems, you all, on how we can instill the things that we are learning about God and Christianity into our daughters as they are growing up. Kiara's your grandparents too, if I'm correct, right, were pastor. Your granddad was a pastor. Was grandmom a pastor? So my um, dad's father was a pastor. So my dad is um, actually fourth generation because his grandfather was a pastor. And then my grandmother on my dad's side served in the church as well. Um, and then on my mother's side, um, they were still involved in church. My grandfather on my mom's side was a deacon and my grandmother served in ministry. Um, it looked very differently, but church was on both sides yes. of my family. You can just introduce yourself to us, please. And then sprinkle in some of your just background with Christianity, your relationship with God, how it all got started. Absolutely. So yes, I'm Kiara Mead. Um, I like to say now confidently that my purpose is to make people feel seen, heard, and valued. Um, it has taken life experience and some other things for me to be able to say those things now, but I do that for a living as a therapist, but then I also do it in other areas of my life. I had been in education for the last 13 years and actually just resigned not too long ago from a school district that I had been in the entire time um, because I decided to jump out the boat and be a full-time therapist. So that's what I do for a living. Um, when I'm not working, I'm a wife and a mom of almost five-year-old twins. 
Um, so when it comes to my background, church is what I know. Um, my dad has been pastoring since I was seven, but I have always been in church. Um, it was just a part of our life. We were there for all of it. Sunday morning, YPWW, so the evening, um, some people might call it Bible Dan, depending on, you know, how you grew up. We were there for Bible study. I was an usher. I was in the choir. Um, so church is a huge part of my foundation. And I am now grateful and I have a better understanding of that foundation because growing up as a pastor's daughter, um, I definitely struggled with identity and a few other things, just having that experience. But I'm grateful for what my parents did for me as far as instilling certain scriptures and showing me commitment. And while I felt like they were forcing me to be involved in certain things, it definitely taught me work ethic and commitment and loyalty and um, presenting, speaking to people, speaking in front of crowds, having to do Easter and Christmas speeches. It's not a, I don't have the same level of fear when it comes to talking in front of people because it's something that I've always had to do. Now, I don't cry as much. I used to cry at the mic, but I've gotten better with that too. <laughs> okay. I love that. You are very well-spoken. I love well, that. Yes. <laughs> we are going to, sisters, just go ahead and get into some questions that I have. Of course, I'm going to put my two cents in, y'all, because, you know, I got a little two cents. So I'm <laughs> going to put my uh, my two cents in. But I'm pretty much going to be asking Kiara to give us her expertise in this. Um, So I got my my pen and my notepad over here as well, sister friends. Um, So let's make sure we're taking some good notes on things that we can do to build our daughters in Christianity and in their relationship with God. Question one, do you remember when you first started learning about Christ? What were the things that you first started learning about him? And then my second question, why did you choose Christianity? At, you know, at the point where you had to choose, why did you choose Christianity? So my first introduction again was Sunday school. Um, I attended the classes, had some great teachers, learned all the basic Bible stories. Um, my mom was the one that purchased the children's Bible. So I had the picture Bible where I was able to see a visual of what was going on. When I was about three or four, I would have to ask her, but I memorized a verse for every alphabet. And I remember reciting it. And I remember people like being so excited about this little girl who had memorized all these verses. Now, to this day, I wish I could still remember. Like I know certain ones. Um, I think A was all have sin and fall short of the glory of God. Um, in Romans. And I remember C, children obey your parents in the Lord for this is right. Now my memory now, it's a shame. I don't practice it. So that's the thing. I was practicing the word at a very young age. And that is something I am developing as an adult, you know, even though this is my life, but uh, it was instilled very early. 
And so that was my introduction was through church, through scripture. And when I felt like I really chose it myself, I never left church. I never left the foundation. I will say when I was in college, when I no longer had to go, I, you know, might've missed some Sundays, but it was always Christ for me, quite honestly. Um, I remember being in high school, I sat at a table with three Muslim girls and they were, you know, traditional Muslim. They wore the hijabs, they had the head coverings. And I remember having conversations about uh, my faith and their faith. And that's when I realized, I was like, oh, we believe in the same God. We just believe, you know, have very differently, different beliefs about like Jesus and Muhammad because they just, you know, considered Jesus another prophet. But it was at that time that I realized there were, there was so much more to the faith. And because church was so routine for me, I did not have to do as much digging until I was in college when I faced certain hardships where I knew I could depend on nothing but God. So I really never considered anything else simply because of when I needed him, he was there um, and things that I just can't explain that happened, that I knew it had to be nothing but him. I have a very, very similar story about, I guess, just choosing him. Because like I said, um, my mom grew up in Pentecostal. When we started going to church, we went to Church of God in Christ. And that's just what I've always been used to. So when I moved to Houston, I would go visit um, churches. I've been to a Baptist church. I did non-denominational. Um, but Kojic just feels like home. I love it. Um, but in this midst of like the past five years, I have been living on my own since I was 17. I moved from Dallas to Houston by myself. So I went through a bunch of stuff where I'm like, it's just little old me, my family all the way in Dallas. It's just me and God at this point. So I learned a bunch of like talking to him and just feeling like, okay, he got me about five years ago things just literally kind of like hit a halt in my life. And I can remember I started like wearing crystals and going to Reiki shops and doing yoga. And um, I think I staged my house like twice. So I was in a, a midst of like, God, God, you, you know who you are. Cause I'm real confused. I don't know. I don't know. Okay. He knows I'm talking to him. So I just need you to help me figure some things out. Cause I'm feeling lost and it just didn't feel like, why I gotta do all of this stuff to kill demons in my house when I never did this. That was literally the biggest thing for me. Like trying to be all, I don't even know what to call it anymore. Trying to, you know, go with that flow. I'm like, I never had to do all of this. I can vividly remember thinking that. So I went to this shop and the guy started telling me about like demons and ghosts and how in the area that we are in is all of this type of stuff. I'm, he gets up because another customer comes and I'm sitting in the back, like my heart is racing. And I literally felt 
this sounds so crazy to say, but it's almost like I felt darkness around me. Like, mm-hmm. girl, what are you doing? I mm-hmm. left that place in. It's just, it, it was a no for me. Mm-hmm. That and a whole bunch of other things that happened in the past five years really showed me that God was like, no, come here. I'm I'm, mm-hmm. I'm over here. You already know that you know what you know. So mm-hmm. right here. So for me, that was very eye opening because I used to always wonder like, well, somebody posed this question to me and I took it and ran like you only believe in God and Jesus because that's how you grew up. Your mama mm-hmm. told you to believe that. So that's what you believe. So I can remember going like. That's so true. I don't know what I believe. But in that period, he showed me what I believe. So. Mm-hmm. I love that picking. I truly feel like when people ask me that now, you just that because of your parents or your family. No, I yeah. just chose like, well, I know he chose me, but I yeah. put it in. Okay. Absolutely. Yeah. I love that. Y'all, me and God just, okay. Another question. Were there any special things that your mom did to teach you about being a Christian or the importance of it? It's funny you ask because yesterday, today's Tuesday, right? Yesterday I was driving and I just felt like doing throwback gospel. So I pulled up, thank God for Apple Music and a lot of this stuff being digital now, but I pulled up the wow gospel from 1999 and jammed on the way to work all of these gospel throwbacks. But as I was listening to it, I thought about how I used to go with my mom to Lifeway Christian Store because she would get all the things, journals, devotionals, a bunch of stuff. And in the little kids section, I was reading Left Behind and all these other um, books. But I remember going to the booth and taking a CD sample and listening to the tracks to see if that's what I wanted. And I, you know, was laughing about it, but also in my reflection, I realized that my mom kept gospel on in the car for the longest. I didn't think she knew any secular songs unless it was Motown. I knew she knew some Motown music because my grandfather loved Motown, but all my mom ever listened to was gospel. Now, was I the teenager who was listening to 979 when I finally got my own car and then I would turn the station when she got in the car? Absolutely. <laughs> like I was still a teenager, but she was very intentional about that. And so as a mom now, I find myself doing the same thing that I am intentional about what the kids are listening to when they're in the car with me. So... If it's, you know, not their own playlist, which, you know, all the Disney things and, and whatnot. Um, and if it's not jazz, because because my dad, I do love jazz too, it's on a gospel station. And so to hear when my children break out in song of this is the day, this is the day the Lord has made, or recently they've learned um, some of the Vacation Bible School classic songs, I find comfort in knowing that they will have this these songs in their heart and one of the other things that I realized in that drive is that listening to the lyrics now as an adult after having certain experiences after knowing scripture after knowing things a bit differently 
tears were coming to my eyes because it's like, yeah, I have strength now. Yes, I know that God is a healer. Yes, I know that God can deliver because I have had my own life experiences. So um, I can only imagine what my mom was going through, you know, at different points. Again, she's a wife, a mom, had a career, a lot of things going on. And I'm sure gospel music kept her inspired. But because of that, I had a foundation that I could hang on to, to where when I, I music is a, is ministry for me. And it's just certain songs I know I can play that are comforting and provide the encouragement that I need. Um, So it was that. And she just, she made sure we were at church and she would quote scriptures. Again, a lot of stuff that I'd be like, mom, I just want you to be like a regular mom, a human being. Um, And I I grapple with some things, um, you know, about that. But Philippians 4 and 13, I can do all things through Christ, which strengthens me. That was something she instilled in us all the time. So that's what I applied in school. That's what I applied in jobs. That's what I I always had a backing on because she put certain scriptures in us. So I heard that she was intentional about the things that she put in front of you, which is what you also said. Now you're doing those same things with your kids. So the biggest thing I heard was playing those gospel songs so that they can resonate with that. Um, did you say you play gospel stories for your your babies? No, um, we still play, you know, gospel music in the car. Oh, okay. Um, yeah. yeah, I thought I heard gospel stories. But yes, I love that. And it's so like, that's literally something simple that I can do. It doesn't take long for me to find a nice gospel station and just even usher that in in the car and just give them that so that they know the songs. I love that. I love when my little um five year old CJ, he's five. I love when my little five year old um sings back like our choir songs and stuff. Mm-hmm. It always warms my heart. One time, I literally burst into tears. Mm-hmm. He was in the um, shower and I don't know what I was doing, but by the time I finally came in the room, his face lit up and he says, I'm so happy you're here. I pray for God to send you. (laughs) Girl, I just started crying literally. Yeah. Thank you, babe. Absolutely. Absolutely. Okay, sisters, we're going to go ahead and pause this interview right here. I know that you have already gotten so many good things that you can add to your toolbox. So please, sisters, go ahead and reflect on the things that you have gotten so far and pray to God about those things. How can I use the information that I got right now to start bettering my relationship with my daughter and building um, her relationship with you and feeding into that relationship? We will continue this conversation on the next episode of Passing the Crown. I love you, sisters. Thank y'all for showing up. And I will talk to y'all later. Bye.